Alright guys, welcome back to the long-awaited fifth podcast of the Grand Old Country. Um, I'm Cole, along with Ben, as always. Uh, sorry it's been a while. We've uh, School started, we've been kind of busy. Uh, things have been a little crazy uh, with him being in Lincoln, me in Omaha. So, sorry we haven't been able to do this for a while, but we have a ton of stuff to talk about today. Um, I think the first thing we want to talk about is our man Cody Jinx. Yes, Cody Jinx, if you haven't heard, uh, he's dropping two albums in October and he's already released a couple songs for those two albums. Um, he's released Think Like You Think, Same Kind of Crazy as Me, William and Wanda. Um, on Apple Music, he has Which One I Feed and uh, the one on Spotify is The Wanting. Why he's doing it that way and only releasing some on Spotify, some on like Apple Music, I don't really know. But uh, yeah, so the one on Spotify is the Wanting, which I absolutely love. Uh, great song. Um, then he's got William and Wanda, which is the first song he wrote with his uh, wife. Uh, what's do you know her name? I'm not sure what her. Name I think is. her name. I want to say it's Robin. Okay. I'm, I'm totally throwing that out there, but you know, it's about it's about like a love story with his uh, about his grandma and grandpa and what they went through as as their or during their relationship. So it's a very unique uh, love song. I I really enjoy it. It's a kind of a slower song. Yeah, and it's talking about uh, how uh, William, his grandpa, is always way late. Wow, um, and uh, his grandma Wanda is always waiting on him. Um, but so some of the other songs that are appearing on his second album, which comes out October 18th, uh, The One Teen, is so it's got the uh, song The One Teen, Same Kind of Crazy as Me, Never Alone, Always Lonely, Whiskey, Where Even Angels Fear to Fly, Which One I Feed, which he's already released on Apple Music, The Plea, It Don't Rain in California, Wounded Mine, Ramble and the Raven and the Dove. So I'm really excited for a lot of these. I'm waiting for which one I feed to go on Spotify Music because I think that one is incredible from the few times I've heard it. Uh, what other ones are you excited for? Um, the Raven and the Dove just sounds like a really u- unique unique name. I don't even know what that could possibly be about, but with Cody Jinx, it's always bound to be a hit and really popular song. But uh, I don't know if you remember on our last I don't know if this is either our third or fourth podcast. We were talking about Cody Jinx released that photo with the wolf eyes. Yeah, I and remember that. We were so confused on what that meant um, regarding after the fire because it, it just didn't seem to have anything to do with after the fire. And uh, here we are now knowing that it's for his second album in the month of October. And that album cover, it has like a, almost like a mutated wolf on there with two heads. One's a like a black like black wolf and the other one's a white one and it's just yeah and that's what they talk about in which one I feed right yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like kind of symbolic so it's a check that song out if you have Apple Music if, if you don't well you're gonna have to wait till October 18th it, everyone's very excited I don't know if I know 
any artist that has ever done this um what, what was that what you- uh i was gonna say his wife's name's rebecca not robin oh okay okay <laughs> so sorry mrs jinx we got that one wrong <laughs> but um yeah it should be should be really cool and I, I just came out of nowhere. He released, wasn't it same kind of crazy as me? And the uh, single cover had those wolf eyes that yeah. we were talking about, and people weren't sure what that meant. And people figured it out that he was releasing two albums in October. Yeah, so he released that on a Thursday, or no? Yeah, it came out on a Thursday. You and I didn't find it till Friday. When I t- I text you one day, and you're like, I was like, dude, they Cody Jinx has a new song on. You're like you're lying i'm like no he literally has a new one out and i was just so shocked to see that because when we saw him in concert um which i guess we can talk about that here in a second but when we saw him in concert he talked about how you know he wasn't gonna really release anything or sing anything new yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't sing anything live while we saw him in concert like anything new that was live or anything new he wouldn't play live people were asking him that were in the front row and he said, no, you're going you're to have to wait for it to drop. Yeah, so we're, we're not expecting that whatsoever. And also, I am I saw a tweet by him. He's even like... Oh, yeah, he's going back into the studio. Yeah, he's going back December. into the studio. Yeah, he's going back into the studio in December. So that's just ridiculous, but absolutely love it. Another thing we got to talk about first. Uh, Cody Jinx uh, made his Grand old Opry debut. Uh, oh, yeah. That was... It was last, It was. It was a couple days after we saw him. It yeah, like three or four. It was like after. August twenty eighth is when he made his Grand Ole Opry debut. Yeah, he he, um, he opened with "Must Be the Whiskey," his biggest hit. So that was really cool to see, and that was an awesome moment for Josh Morningstar, who had wrote the song for Cody Jinx. So I'm, I was really glad he kind of got to share that moment with Cody Jinx and kind of have his Opry moment a little bit there. Yeah, and he also sang. I believe it was "Cast No Stones," and he sang one more, but. It, I cannot remember it for the life of me. But he sounded great. Me and, yeah. me and Cole both tuned into the uh, Grand Ole Opry's website and turned it on uh, on our computers and were able to tune in and hear him. And I'm real proud of him. It was long overdue. And for an independent country artist like him, that, that sure meant a lot. And he's breaking through into that Nashville scene, even though it was real hard for those Texas artists to get in there. He's he's really shaking things up and, and is doing great so far. Yeah, I was so excited to see that. And another thing was, um, he I can't remember what he, he said something about, uh, like he was just so excited to be there. And uh, he's like, he may not, I may not look it, but he's like, uh, I'm scared of shit up here or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he did. Say and that. it was just so cool to hear him on there and well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't blame the guy the, all the greats that have stood there before him i mean i i would be nervous too yeah but he did a heck of a job and i know he made those those um past country artists real proud yeah okay so i let's talk about his concert now since well, we're okay on we, the roll we can confirm it everybody he played headcase me and cole about lost it when that song came on that's our favorite song yeah so uh i thought the funniest thing ever was he started with uh Asking how many of us have tried to see him before. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was like every single person there had raised their hand. He's like, all right, now how many of you tried to see us in Omaha, Nebraska here recently? Everyone raised their hand again. And he's like, yeah, sorry about those ones. He's like, we're going to try to make it through a full show this time. And Well, I thought one thing that was really cool is he was thanking us for always being good fans for him and stuff. And I, I thought it was a really cool lyric he explained to us. He said, um, 
right before we played Can't Quit Enough, he's like, Nebraska's been real good to us. Before we made it very big, we would just do tours from Fort Worth, where he's from, all the way up to Minneapolis. And he said, "I've in the way the song starts goes, I've played every uh, bar and honky tonk, yeah, uh, and guitar joint between here and Minneapolis." And so it just kind of explained that uh, lyric to us a little bit, and that was really cool because he's he's played at Bucks and a lot of other places in Nebraska multiple times. So I know he's he loves coming to Nebraska and playing for us. Yeah. So what one thing I thought was really cool. After every single song, Keisha kept saying thank you guys, like thank you, and uh, he was just, he sounded amazing up there. He was incredible. Um, he sang just about everything we could think of. Yeah, the only, what was the only thing he didn't play that we really wanted was, that I thought he was at least going to play is Dirt. I, he didn't yeah, he didn't play Dirt or Thunderheads, which I really thought he would have played He's, one of those two. I know we both like Thunderheads, but is that is that like that big of a hit for him? Uh, maybe not, I that, guess. That, yeah, I mean, so. we like it, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, just absolutely shocked that he played Headcase, and he played that pretty early, too. Well, I think, I think that's his call to play Headcase, because it's probably one of his most personal songs, and so... I think that's more him doing that than the than the fans wanting it. So uh, it was really cool that he, we got to hear that deep cut off the Lifers album. Yeah, and I think one of the coolest songs he actually did was Holy Water. The way he ends that in the live version is absolutely incredible. When he does the... Uh, he brings in all the other... Like backup uh, singers. Yeah, the backup singers and everything. And they just... All three of them end up just with like doing a yeah they harmonized real yeah. well towards the end like the the song stopped but they s- kept singing and harmonized real quick yeah it was so cool we don't want to we don't want to bore you with the concert you guys didn't go to so just if you have the chance to go see Cody Jinx you, you pay the money you will not you will not be disappointed it's a heck of a concert yeah but next thing we're probably going to jump into is uh Whiskey Myers kind of went after some country artists with their new song called Bitch and I mean, it's a u- unique sounding song. It's not their usual lead singer, uh, Cody. I can't think of his last name, but it's not the usual lead singer that sings this song. It's a, uh, it's their guitar- uh, lead guitarist is the lead singer of Bitch, and they really go after the Nashville country. And I, I love, I love the whole song. Yeah, I can't say I've listened to it a couple of times, and I heard that first part where uh, they're talking about the country radio, and uh, I. I love it, but I needed to listen to it a little bit more. I li- love Houston County Sky. Mm-hmm. I think that one's fantastic. Just kind of like the, it's, they're back to their country sound in, in that song, I think, a little bit, kind of like with Bury My Bones. So I think on this record coming out, we're going to get a good mix of both their southern, heavy southern rock and then their, their countryside. So it'll be good. Yeah. What I thought was kind of fun, uh, what they did for Houston County Sky was. Uh, they kind of hit it the name of the song on their website, and uh, so like if you found the name of the, uh, the song on the website, uh, you could listen to it a couple days beforehand. And so I thought that was really cool. And uh, they had it hidden on their tour dates webpage, and it was in between like uh, all the other concerts. And instead of saying Houston, it said Houston County Sky. So oh, so did you did you find it that way? Yeah, you found it. I. Yeah. I was busy that day. I wasn't able to look, but I, I saw them tweet about that, and I thought that was a really unique thing for them to do. It was very cool. Well, yeah, and if you didn't want to waste time looking for it, uh, if you looked at the comments on it, uh, someone, like, right away said, it's on the tour date page uh, underneath the words uh, Houston County Sky or whatever. 
And I said that that was my guess of which one they were gonna release next. You you thought it would be bitch first, but yeah, because that one was that one's uh, pretty popular on YouTube for one of their most popular unreleased songs. So I wasn't surprised that was a single they released early. But yeah, I, Houston County Skies was a great decision to release. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, uh, I guess their their album comes out next Friday. Uh, the self titled Whiskey Myers album comes out next Friday, the twenty seventh, and They've released how many songs have they released? Is that five or six, something like that? They have fourteen total on there, fourteen or thirteen. Uh, so they've released Die Rockin', Rolling Stone, Gasoline, Gasoline, Bury My Bones, Houston County, Sky, Houston County Sky, and Bitch. And Bitch. So they've released six songs of the fourteen. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Um. So can't wait to see what else they have left, and I'm really looking forward to that album. And I think the next thing we were going to go into, I think I'm going to skip to John Party first. Yeah, because that comes out Friday. Yeah, because John Party's album, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Heartache Medication. Okay. And uh, John Party, I, I, I liked his California Sunrise album a lot, but it was his first album, and I, I was wondering, he, he, got all this, he got all this popularity and stuff, and I wonder how he was going to come back with that, if he was going to come back with a kind of snap track sounding album let this nashville kind of sound take over him but man he doubled down and he, he, he i think this might be one of the best albums of the year so far everything he's released has been traditional as hell and it sounds good i mean i can't stop listening to that album every song he dropped so far i i can't get enough of i've been listening to a lot of heartache medication lately that the title track of the album and that song, Old Hat, which just dropped um, Friday, that has a cool play on words, I think. Yeah, that I is, love that one. Check that one out. It's it's fairly new. He he teased it a little bit before he dropped it, so I think that one's going to be a big hit. But I mean, I I'm really pleased with what with what he's been doing. He's he's got such a unique voice, and I think we're going to look back in a couple years and these guys like Riley Green, Luke Combs, and John Party, they're going to be like the Alan Jackson, Dwight Yoakam. Garth Brooks, George Strait, that that's put country music back on the right track. I know that's a bold statement to say, but I mean, they are saving country music right now. Yeah, so I definitely love Old Hat. Uh, love what he did with that. Love what he talks about in that song. And uh, I was really excited for that one to come out. And I can't wait to see what else is on this uh, album next Friday. Do you know, has he released anything about what's going to be on it? Um... I don't know if we if he's released the uh, like if I if I could pull up the title track on um, Apple Music I could pull that up real quick but I mean if you haven't listened to all the songs he's released yet check them out I mean everything about the album is very traditional even the even the album cover looks like a real just traditional cowboy looking album okay so the title track is Old Hat Heartache Medication Nobody Leaves a Girl Like That. Ain't Always the Cowboy, which is a really good one. Me and Jack, that sounds like a Johnny Cash song. Um, Don't Blame It on Whiskey. Um, Tied One On, Ought to Know That, Tequila Little Time. That's a a unique song. Yeah, I really like that. Horns in it and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little different. I like it. Buy That Man a Beer, that's kind of like a... Get That Man a Beer, that's yeah, what I was just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Call Me Country, shit, I will, John Party, you are. Uh, just Like Old Times, Love Her Like She's Leaving, and Starlight. So, I mean, How many is that? 14 songs. 14? Jeez. So, 
That's a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so that comes out next Friday, um, 27th, and I, gosh, I can't wait for that one either. There's going to be a lot coming out these next few weeks that are just going to be incredible albums. Well, then, another another album that has been talked about and we got a song off of is Luke Combs' is, uh, you see, What You See Is What You Get. We got um, his collaboration he did. He did One Too Many featuring Brooks and Dunn on there. So Yeah, I love that. Sounds like another... 90s song coming back and I, I i really like that song it's kind of like a mix of beer never broke my heart and uh uh shoot i can't think of the name of the song but it check that song out it's it's really cool upbeat type of song um what i was saying is it sounds like beer never broke my heart and uh loving on you that's basically the best best uh description i could give of the song it's it's upbeat and it's about him drinking beer so it's a, it's a good one yeah i love when ronnie dunn comes in uh there towards the end and yeah. he starts going off that he sounds incredible on there too and i was so glad to see he did it with them and yeah i can't wait to see what else comes out uh from that album because it's it's gonna have 17 songs on there it's got everything from the prequel uh then it it's gonna have let's just be friends i believe yeah, but he doesn't on Apple Music. He doesn't even have um, what the other songs are going to be. Yeah, he just has all the track numbers on there. No, no titles so far. Yeah, so that that'll be pretty cool to see once he releases those. What we're gonna get? Uh, of course, probably one of them is gonna be "What You See Is What You Get." I would. Yeah, hope. I, 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 I feel imagine. like that sounds like a cool song. Uh, love the artwork album for it. Yeah, both both um, albums he's had. He's had really unique uh, artwork on the cover. His last one almost looked like a stained, stained glass, glass window, yeah. and this one looks like kind of just like a like a sketch drawing. I don't know. This is just a guess. Maybe that was something set, sent to him, the drawing of him by a fan or something. That'd he be, had a Nashville someone a Nashville painter do it. Oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. So that's that's really cool, and I'm I'm just really pumped for him because he's his last um, EP and his last album. They've been doing so well, and his. His uh, songwriting ability is just off the charts, and for how young he is, he's he's having a heck of a career so far. So November eighth, by the way, is when that comes out. Yeah. So the next thing, uh, our man Riley Green released his album uh, "Round Here" yesterday. Uh, that one, I love it. Yeah, I I like the album and everything. I just oh, oh, probably like half the songs had already been released. And yeah. I don't know. But it, it is his first album, so he did kind of pick and choose off all of the EPs he's had. And I don't know if he did that so that it would help him get radio play on some of those songs or what. But um, there are still some other songs that hadn't been released that just got released yesterday. So check him out. He, I really like his um, his style of writing, and I, I think he has a heck of a voice. Like I said, him, Luke Combs, John Party doing great things for the mainstream country music. Yeah, so the one... Some of the new ones on there are Outlaws Like Us, which is really good. Oh, I love that, that one. That one, no, that one's had already been out. It really? Was, that oh, like, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was on one of the EPs. Yeah. Um, it, was the, it was the Outlaws Like Us. EP. Yeah, I I forget about that one sometimes. Uh, but, but the, check okay, that, check that one out. It's a good song. Go yes. Know it, check it out. Uh, so then it, the uh, title of the album is Different Round Here, and of course that's one of the songs. Uh, then some of the other ones on there are Hard to Leave, uh, My First Everything, uh, Break Up More Often. Uh, those are, I think, some of the ones I haven't specifically yeah, I, heard I, I yet. Hadn't, I hadn't heard those ones either. I was hoping if uh, he was going to put 
uh, if it wasn't for trucks on there. That's yeah, a, I was really hoping for that too. That's a popular uh, unreleased uh, song by Riley Green, but some controversy has gone on with Riley Green's oh. biggest hit, uh, I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. And I know we're a little late to the party on this, but so one of my favorite lines in the song is, uh, I wish country music still got played on country radio. And they well, switched it to... Uh, they switched it to, to I wish George Jones still got played on country radio because I guess everyone just kind of got their feelings hurt and about that. And I don't know, if I was a country music like DJ, I, I would play that song on my radio station. It would kind of make a statement saying, yeah, my, my station here, we play real country music, even if they don't like most country country stations do nowadays yeah i i don't know i like you said you'd be making like a statement be like yeah you know we we agree like we need to play more more of the real stuff and uh not all the same crap that you hear like three times an hour um from the same three artists it's thomas rett kane brown luke bryan florida georgia line and then it's same thing again it's I mean, it, I think I think some guys are starting to break through, like the ones we obviously always name that are doing great things for the genre. But I mean, wouldn't it be so refreshing to? I mean, at least like once a day, sometime they they bring on some new artists. Like, how refreshing would it be to be driving, listening to the radio, and Tyler Childers pops on, or Cody Jinks pops on, Whiskey Myers pops on? I'm not saying you have to play them as much as these guys that are on big labels. I get it; they're on big labels, and that's why they're getting all the radio play. But I mean. There's still a market of of these uh, like the indie country. There's a lot of people that like that, and I mean that's obviously our market right now with this podcast. We there's so many indie country fans out there. So I don't know. That's my little rant. <laughs> I I agree with all of that, but we'll we'll just keep the ball rolling here. And speaking of speaking of indie country, we need to we need to talk about our boy Zach Bryan. Yes. Okay. So Zach Bryan, if some of you don't know, he literally came out of nowhere a yeah, couple of weeks ago. He's like a YouTube sensation, basically. I mean, he's like the next Tyler Childers, I, I think. I think he sounds yeah, he just even, like He him. even mentions Tyler Childers in one of his songs. Yeah, Flying and Crying. Yeah. So he just dropped this album out of nowhere called Deanne. Yeah, zero production. I mean, it's just... His voice is crazy. L- listen to him on YouTube. It's The album has zero production. It's all him. There's no editing, I don't think. It's just... He can sing his ass off. Yeah, uh, I love the song "Flying or Crying." Condemn. Yeah, condemned. Uh, he's got other songs: "Hope Again," "Godspeed." Godspeed's really good. "Don't Give Up on Me," "Doing Fine." "Snow" is a really good one. I know you said you haven't listened to yeah, it I yet. Need to check that out. But it's a really good one that I like. Um, and then yeah, the one uh, "Sweet Di- uh, Deanne" is one of the last ones on there. And it's such a good album. He is doing incredible with that. And apparently he's going to go make another one here pretty soon. Yeah, he's he's like charting on Apple Music more as a singer-songwriter. But, I mean, these indie country fans have really rallied be- behind him and, and, and uh, enjoyed his type of music. He sounds just like Tyler Childers. And I, I know he obviously listens to Tyler Childers. So I think he's more country than anything. And I'm just glad that... That we have another guy like like Tyler Chillers that's making this great music. So really cool to just have that pop up out of nowhere. And I mean, people are obsessed with the man. He, I, I'm not surprised. His his voice is crazy. Yeah. Um. So I think the next thing that we were gonna touch base on was, uh, Travis Denning released a new song this week called uh, 
Heartbeat of a Small Town. And if you guys haven't heard that one, that one's incredible. I really enjoy listening to it, and I yeah. think he did a great job with that song. His two other songs I think he's made is After a Few and uh, David Ashley Parker from Powdered Springs. Yes. Me and Cole are, are big fans of that song. So check him out. I know he writes for other artists. He's more of a, a writer than than an artist right now, and he's trying to build his name as a as an artist. So give him a listen. I, I He's more of a mainstream type of artist, but in a good way. He's making good kind of country music, and um, I, I, I'm real happy with what he makes. I, I like his look, too. He's always in that red flannel with the bass pro sh- yeah. shot hat on so he just seems like a, a guy's guy a real cool guy yeah all right so another thing that came out here it was a couple weeks ago actually uh paul cawthon released his album um room 41 and it is incredible i absolutely love it uh prayed for rain angel slow down there are some incredible songs cocaine. on there. Cocaine. Country yeah, cocaine, country dancing, um, Holy Ghost Fire. Those were the like, the two big ones he released ahead of the album. I mean, his voice is like, it's like kind of eerie in a good way. It's just yeah. so different and it just sounds so unique and like I I, I don't know for how I, I don't think he's too old and for how young he is and the way his voice sounds, it's just. I just don't know how guys that young can have voices like that, like Coulter Wall, Paul Coffin. It's just really cool, and you don't you don't hear that every day coming from any artist that gets played on the radio. Yeah, I I think I listen to at least a couple of those songs off that album every single day. Uh, another good one off there is Lay Me Down, but I think I'd have to say my favorite off that album is either... I think it's got to be Angel. I think it's a really cool song. Um, the reframe and the chorus and everything and it is just beautifully done i I'll, I'll be honest i need to listen to the album more i haven't really had time to to listen to it all that much i've been real busy but from I've what i've you so much about it too <laughs> yeah from what i've heard though i i really enjoy holy ghost fire cocaine country dancing great songs check it out paul coffin his past couple of so- our albums have been really good i like saddle um still driving so give him a listen i know he's probably not he isn't that well known in the grand scheme of things but with indie country fans he definitely is so yeah give him a lesson um so then i don't know how much you've listened to this next song but craig morgan released the song oh. the father my son and the holy spirit yeah that that's a real emotional song for him i think it went number one all genres for a little bit i don't know for how long but that's about his um son that was killed in a boating accident and it's been real tough for Craig Morgan to talk about. Craig Morgan's probably one of my favorite artists. I've seen him a couple times, and I, I, I just think that's a real emotional song for him. I know it was hard for him to perform it, but uh, for him to open up and talk about that, that was probably really good for him and some good healing and a heck of a song, too. I he Everything he makes, I'm a really big fan of. Yeah, so I think really the only other things we really had to talk about were Sturgill Simpson released a song called Sing Along. Uh, I I I love Sturgill, and I don't mean to hurt his feelings, but that song gets two thumbs down from me, man. I think it's all right. I kind of like it. I like the beat and stuff. I mean, maybe the words, uh, the lyrics are, aren't the best, but I, I like it. I, I love Sturgill, and I just think his voice belongs in country music. I know he wanted to make, I think he said five different albums, and then he, he's done, and... 
what that was his fourth album this is going to be his fourth album so hopefully he can come back and hit, hit us with a good country album i'm I, I haven't lost hope for him on this album it could just be a bad single and sturgill makes makes great songs and he has he's produced uh tyler childers and everything so i haven't lost hope at all he's he's a heck of an artist and i still have all the respect in the world for him yeah, and then I think the last thing we want to talk about was just kind of the things we saw at the Cody Johnson concert. So we saw him uh, a few weeks ago on September 6th, and he did a phenomenal job. He had, uh, do you remember who the guys were that were with him? Uh, yeah, it was it. It was Mark Chestnut. Mark Chestnut. And then, did he have someone else open before Mark Chestnut? Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't tell you who it is. It might have been just a local act, honestly. But uh, I don't know if you saw. We tweeted out the other day. Or, uh, never mind. Sorry. We tweeted out the other day on our uh, on our Twitter, of course. Um, a really popular video of Cody Johnson. He said he's gonna play some real country music and broke into Lil Nas X, uh, Old Town Road, and everyone started booing him. And he was like, "Yeah, you guys are right. That's not real country music." And just went on and played all, all these covers of just great old time country songs and he did the same thing for us down in Lincoln and it was just a cool experience kind of wish I hadn't seen the video I know Cole said the same thing uh, and kind of experienced it without knowing it was coming but still very very cool and uh, we took one of our buddies who had never been to a concert before and man we set the bar high for him uh, Cody yeah. Johnson I mean, even though it was outdoors he blew the roof off the place yeah. he did. he did great uh, I absolutely loved uh, what he did. Um, I loved the, his performance of Me and My Kind. Uh, I just like how he, all, he gets the audience involved. And, yeah. Like, he really gets everyone singing along. And uh, he. I just love how energetic he is up on stage and all the fun things that he's just interacting with the crowd and doing. Well, I mean that dude. It doesn't matter how how hot it is. He's still he's still up there in his pearl snap shirt, his jeans, starch jeans, cowboy hat, and he's dripping sweat. But he's still running around. He'll be his he's got part of the stage that's elevated, and he'll be jumping off there playing his guitar. and And he sounds great the whole time. He's just an energetic guy, and he he takes pride in in what he does. He's always saying like, "This is my job. This is my me going to work. So I want to do the best I can to provide for my family." And he just seems like a, a good family guy, and I, I'm I'm happy to be listening to him. Proud to be listening to him. He's he's doing a lot of good things for Texas country, and got, actually got on a label and is still making country music. Do you remember what he said when he was up there? He he, a bunch of labels wanted to sign him before, but they said he was gonna have to take his cowboy hat off, and they were gonna dress him the way they wanted to dress him because I guess he's too country for country music. So. I'm glad he stuck with his roots there and made the music he wanted to make and didn't didn't let the money kind of take over him. So he seems like a heck of a guy and is doing the right thing in country music. Yeah, so uh, I think there's a few other things we were going to talk about. Uh, uh, one thing was September 13th. I don't know how big of fans you guys are of the show, but it has a bunch of country music in it the the ranch premiered its newest season so check that show out it's kind of a kind of a country redneck show made by the people that made that 70s show and in the background they're always playing country music they've had eric church playing in the background cody jinx um they had a lot of midland this season so 
just check that show out. It's on Netflix. It's uh, Ashton Kutcher's in it. Sam Elliott's in it. So it's a pretty funny show, but still has a pretty good plot line. So I, I really like it. I know Cole's watched all of it, too. Yeah, so. I've watched through the whole it's, season. It's a little corny at times, but I, I find it really entertaining. And I know I know a lot of people that watch it, too. So if you like that 70s show and country music, this should be a home run for you. Um, you I'm looking something up right now. Oh, okay. Um, Well... I know Cole's looking something up right now, so I'm just going to throw out... I know we usually do this towards the end, but I'm going to give you guys a recommendation to look up. Um, on the way to Cody Jinx, on August 26th, I showed Cole Mike and the Moon Pies. And so my recommendation for you guys is the song Steak Night at the Prairie Rose. Um, just a really unique song. I, I get goosebumps almost every time I listen to that song. Check it out. I think that's... Is that probably your favorite song by them? I love The Way. I don't okay. know if you heard the way by that. Yeah, no, I've heard that. Yeah, I think I really like that one. And then yeah, Steak Night at the Prairie Rose or London Homesick uh, Blues. Yeah, yeah, London Homesick Blues. That that album. Um, I forget. Hold on. That album. What is it called? It was just secretly like they didn't tell anyone they were dropping it. Let me see. It's called Cheap Silver and and Solid Gold Country. They uh, recorded that album at uh, Abbey Road Records, and you probably know that name from. The Abbey Road album from uh, the Beatles, so a lot of history where they were recording that. And Mike and the Moon Pies, they're they're real big in Texas. Check them out. They have a their lead singer has just a really cool voice. Um, they were just they were just in Omaha not too long ago playing at the legendary Bucks Bar and Grill, of course, and had a pretty good concert over there. So, but check them out. Steak Night at the Prairie Rose, kind of a really cool song about. Um, a boy and his dad and country music and going to honky tonk so so what i was gonna try and look up i can't find it anymore but it was uh all the people that helped uh write all these songs for cody jinx's upcoming albums yeah the tennessee jet wrote some ward davis wrote some and josh morningstar wrote some josh morningstar i think is on six of the songs yeah six six songs off the two albums so and then the song you and I said we were really looking forward to, uh, Tone Deaf Boogie, is actually going to be an acoustic song. I thought you said it was instru- instrumental. Or instrumental, sorry. Instrumental song. Um, so it's just going to be the whole, uh, all of Cody Jinx's band just up there, just kind of playing um, everything. And I wonder if that's like something when he goes on tour, they'll play when he's either leaving the stage or coming on the stage, something like that. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever really... Only time I can think about think of a song kind of like that is when Zach Brown had the... the uh, free. Oh, shoot. Sorry, I dropped the microphone. <laughs> um, they ha- Yeah, Zach Brown had the intro violin to Free. So kind of unique, kind of different. That's what Cody Jinx is all about. So um, you, you have anything else you're trying to pull up? No. Um, you, got a, you got a recommendation? Rec- yeah. Uh, yeah, mine is going to be I'll Be the One by Paul Cawthon. Okay. Before Cody Jinx's concert, we heard that one pop up, and uh, I hadn't heard that one in a long time. Uh, I only, I'd only heard it a few times previously, and after hearing it again that night, and I went home and played it again, and it is an incredible song. I absolutely love it. And then I guess while I'm on it, just anything Paul Cawthon off that new album, it's incredible, and I'll keep talking about it. I'll keep bugging Ben to listen to more of it because he will. needs to. I will. Don't you worry. And yeah. Again, we we apologize for the overdue wait. So 
Um, we're definitely going to try and do more of these soon. Just school and stuff has gotten us real busy, but we, we, we keep our Twitter updated. So if you want to be updated with country news and not have to wait for our podcast, follow us on Twitter. Um, again, we're on Apple, Apple Podcasts and Spotify for our podcast. So follow us on there and write us a review. So, yeah, hope you guys were able to get caught up with all the crazy stuff going on in country music right now. At least the good country music, the ones that matter. Um, but thanks for listening if you made it this far. And yeah, feel free to leave a review. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, get ready for all the new music to drop this Friday. Yeah, and every weekend after that, too, especially. It's going to be a wild ride from here on out. Oh, and it's Saturday, fall, college football Saturday here, so go Big Red. Go Big Red. <laughs> the outsider. The outsider.